Coming up on TMS, I like stealing candy. A week late and a Kadalar Ha short. The adventures of Spice Knots and Micro Girls. Scott ruins children's dreams. Furiosa Von LaRue. Violet Male jumps into police arms in a fishy situation. Take me down to Pulled Pork City. Slipped all three of our minds. Lurleen and Pleasance. The most British-ass thing ever on the show. Dealing with petite larceny. My mom is now Skeletor. What? <laughs> Well done, Canada, for still being Canada. Gonna need one hell of a shower after this. Therapy Thursday and more on this episode of The Morning Stream. In these days when the cost of everything is up, it's certainly great to own a 50 Ford. For I found that my new Ford V8 gives me everything I'd expect to find in an expensive car for amazingly little money. And in addition to being a low-cost car to buy, I find my Ford is mighty economical to own. I get 20 miles to a gallon and spend very little for upkeep. My money sure goes a lot further since I've owned a 50 Ford. That guy on Twitter lied. The morning stream. The morning stream. Better than a pound of jam in your pants. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to the morning stream. It is July 2nd, 2020. We are two days away from the National American Holiday of Fourth of July, which I hope none of you plan to celebrate too hard this year. You know, this will be our Independence Day. Oh, Scott. Right. right. Thank you, President. uh, What was his name? President Pullman. Pullman. (laughs) President Bill Pullman. President, President Bill Pullman. Yeah, it was a great speech. Not that great a movie, in my opinion. Fine speech, right. though. We're going to send Quaid up the butt of the of the spaceship. Yeah, send in Quaid. Send in Quaid. And quick, make a hypercard stack that that uh, infects the aliens, Will and Smith. If my wife and could somehow bump into room. Will Smith randomly in the city, that'd be great, too, if that could just happen. <laughs> and have the dog survive. That'd be good. That's right. Anyway, exactly. Uh, it's uh, it's uh, morning time. It's me and Brian. Hi, Brian. How was your night? Hi. Uh, it was good. You know, nothing uh, nothing really to uh, to report. Uh-huh. Uh, no, uh-huh. Just, you know, watch a little TV. Uh-huh. Uh, I will say that I'm watching your recommendal of I Know This Much Is True. Oh. And everything. It's funny because you and I are both watching each other's recommendals, which is what we're supposed to do, yeah, Scott. They're the recommendals. Yeah, that's um, the rule. But uh, everything you said about uh, Ruffalo is right on the money. He is amazing in this. We're th- uh, three episodes in, and um, it's a heavy, heavy show. Yeah, it's very heavy, very heavy. But um, you forget that it's that it's him playing two different characters. It's heavy, he's but that it's, good. It's, he's so good, and it's the heaviness is also has a real honesty to it, and that I appreciate. Mm-hmm. But when he is when he is sharing the screen with himself as his brother Thomas and his and Thomas's brother Dominic, Jeez, it man. is it is you just don't even think about it, like it's not even no. in your head that this this is the same guy, uh, and it's not just tricks of camera. It's like the acting is mm-hmm. so freaking sublime. It's an amazing show. I'm so glad it you're really watching is. it. Yeah, so yeah. Good. I know this much is true on HBO. Yeah. Stephanie and Hayabets. Well, in, on Stephanie that on that <laughs> on that note, I also started watching Devs last night based on your recommendal. Uh, oh yeah, what the freaking crap is this thing? <laughs> right. I'm super into it though. My gosh, I'm into it. I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know where it's at. I'm in, I'm only one episode in, so I'm 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 barely scratching the surface here. 
but I really uh, like what this is so far. Yeah, and Offerman is this is such a a role for Offerman who still, you know, we we kind of know what to expect with Nick Offerman. Yeah. No, not with this, right? Nope. It's like, oh, this is a different Nick Offerman than I think I've ever seen. Yeah, it's a real stretch for him and it's I don't even know what to I don't even know what to say about it. I don't even have words for it. It's just the weirdest, coolest, so up my alley thing. Uh, you were totally right to to tell me to watch this, so I'm cool. gonna I'm gonna keep going on that thing. Binge a few more episodes tonight, and kind of kind of bummed it ends. Like this is my kind of TV. Like this is what I want. So uh, yeah, I guess they are, How, they are they doing more? Is this a one off? Like what, what, do we know? I think it's a one off. Mm. I think that uh, it's a one and done kind of limited season. So okay. all right, we'll see. Um, but how, but how, and not a spoiler to say, how unnerving is that freaking statue that they have above the, uh, Oh, I don't <laughs> like it. Campus. I don't like it at all. I do not like that no. statue one bit. And they don't yeah. either clearly. Cause the way they showed it in the opening scenes of like, just kind of hovering around the campus and, yeah. you know, showing this space as the, as the bus is coming into town. It's like, what the freak would, really why would you disturbing. do that? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm kind of getting like a weird, um. Un, what was that movie I saw? The, that and the, and the summer or the tales um, from the loop or something? No, or the no. midsummer thing. Uh, the, oh, the, midsummer, yeah, right. Yeah, I'm getting those vibes. It's just too weird. That girl is yeah. weird. Yeah, I don't. Anyway, I don't all right, cool. Like I'm, I'm uh, glad you're digging. I can't wait for you. To, yeah, it's uh, very good. Very good. I'll report. I'll report next week on uh, on how I'm feeling about it. But I have a feeling this may be my one of my favorite things of the year. So there's that. Cool. cool all right. Cool. Speaking of favorite things of the year. Um, pre-show, I let the chat room have a peek at the video, but it's already up so people can go see it. Uh, Tom Merritt and I last night kind of soft launched the Current Geek Chronicles uh, Kickstarter last night. And I would like to recommend people go check it out. It's at support.currentgeek.com. Support.currentgeek.com. It's called Current Geek Chronicles, and it's rad. And here's the thing. Tom has said this a couple of times, and he doesn't just say this. He yeah. thinks it's the best work he's ever done. And I think I agree. This is some of the best work we've easily ever done. And I'm really proud of it so far. And uh, it's not all done, but we've got a little bit of early work going going already because we're dying to get going. Brian's heard some of this. I have. Um, I, want, I want the chat to hear some. So I'm going to play just a little bit of our first episode that happens to be about the history of what you all call mana, which we should be calling mana. Mom. Okay, for reasons the episode the gets kissing, into. The kissing disease, right? Exactly, yeah. that's the one. Uh, <laughs> this is uh, this is just the first part of the episode, which is called From Heaven to Hearthstone, A Brief History of Mana. And uh, I'll just play a little bit of it, and you guys get a taste for how this thing uh, starts out, so check it out. When we were thinking about what we wanted to look into for the first episode of Current Geek Chronicles, we had a lot of options. Yeah, and I don't think we really need to tell our listeners that geek culture is a pretty wide field to cover. I mean, we do a lot of stuff from tech to sci-fi, movies and novels. There is a ton of stuff out there. And don't worry, we plan to cover it all in due time. But when we were discussing a debut episode, we hit on something that struck a chord with both of us. Mana. Now, I should mention this music is Eric Van Skyhawk original, made just for the show. It's great, as you can tell. Typical Eric, awesome music here. Let's talk mana. Yeah, I mean, the concept is used in all sorts of fantasy we both enjoy. I mean, that's all you get. That's all you get. 
What? 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 I want more. Yeah. I want more. And later, later in the episode, uh, we have interviews with people uh, who are experts in this field. We talk to professors. We talk to uh, in other episodes. We talk to people that are like professions in the areas that we're talking about. I don't want to give away too much on the subjects, but it's amazing stuff, and we would love it if you had your uh, had your support. Someone in the chat just says this audio only right now. It is designed as an audio experience. We are aiming for something like. Kind of the quality and level of This American Life, Radio Lab, NPR. that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of a high level, uh, high level production value sort of project, uh, audio production project. And so you're looking at a full season of this stuff. If you want to support it, go on over to current or sorry, support.currentgeek.com. Cool. And actually, um, AV Tech John has a correction about the pronunciation of uh, Mana. Mm. It's actually pronounced like uh, Tony Danza mm. would pronounce it on Who's the Boss? Mona. Ma- Mona. That's, Mona. That's how it's pronounced. So, um, Mona. 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 <laughs> oh, no. Uh, I can't, I can't uh, heal. I'm out of Mona. <laughs> <laughs> I need more Mona. <laughs> All right. Uh, you know, it's still, it's still dumb. You can still do a slash M-M-M-O-O. Which is no O O M out of mana. You can mm-hmm. type a slash <clears throat> O O M or oom um on in World of Warcraft as a orc hunter or any hunter, and he'll say, mm-hmm. I need more mana. I'm out of mana. Whatever. He'll say <laughs> one of those things. He doesn't have mana. He doesn't use mana no, at all. He doesn't use mana. I mean, I could use it too. If I, uh, my orc rogue. Oh, right. By you don't way, use mana either. You got some other weird thing you do. We, we took down Nazoth last night. Nice. However, <laughs> it was an LFR uh, Nazoth. We still have not done it on normal. We're having having such our time, but it was good to finally see the mechanics of the later parts of the fight, even though they're they're dulled down for uh, for LFR. But it was um, uh, it was still good to, to finally see the whole thing. Yeah, once you see that stuff, you get a better. Yeah, that, I actually I think that's mm-hmm. a really good idea. It's like uh, yeah. Yeah. You're basically doing the same thing with just less harsh results, and then you can move your exactly. way up. That's exactly. Good. That's it's good just, to hit. It's, you... such a, it's such a DPS and avoidance fight, though. I mean, yeah. there is so much that uh, it feels like it's really beneficial if you're ranged, not mm. so beneficial if you're melee. Yeah. Do you die a lot? Do you find yourself dead a lot? Um, <laughs> not as much Not as much as you would think, knowing me, right? Yeah. Like, it's... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not usually... The one who dies in that fight, I'm usually the one that's like, all right, wipe it. We're, we're calling it. It's like, okay. And I jump off the edge. But um, there have been a couple times. It's like, it, it's a, uh, it's it's really a balance of figuring out how much corruption you want to have on your gear. It's like, all right, little corruption, little damage, but you don't have to worry about the stuff that zaps your, uh, that, that zaps your sanity. And you guys are um, you guys are swapping tanks constantly, right? There's we're swapping a, tanks yeah. and dragging the beastie beast uh, around the circle, and and to grab your partner two by two, swing them around and eat some poo. You know, Whoa! That stuff. <laughs> Don't do that. Maybe, maybe that, maybe yeah. that's the thing not to do. Well, it's all part of the dance. It's all oh, part of the dance. Okay, the poo dance. Got it. Uh, well, anyway, I'm glad you guys are uh, making some progress there. Uh, we're gonna do a fun thing, a fun thing, everybody, that we do once a month. On the show, okay, and uh, I gotta find out why. Except, except June. <laughs> except June. Yeah, we. I don't know why we forgot that, but we did. We had so much stuff going on last week that uh, it, it kind of did slip uh, both of our minds. I, I slipped all three of our minds. Yeah, because I usually, usually get a reminder from day. her, and she. I didn't hear anything from yeah. her or you or anybody, yeah. so I just totally forgot. Yeah, but usually that's okay. she reminds me, and uh, well, we're a day yeah. late, 
and a, no, we're a month late and a we're a week late. We're a week late, really, <laughs> and two dollars short. I don't know what I'm and saying. And two dollars short. Wow, it's a it's the dollar short show. Here's this. Everything's Trivial a dollar thing. short. Yeah, all of it's all of it's a dollar Look short. Look at this. Oh, Trivial what, thing. What the frick? Oh no, I, I think I may know what today's topic is. Suddenly, <laughs> it's Emperor. It's Emperor uh, Gidget. Wow, that is nuts. Look at that. That's crazy. Wow. Is that a head that, I, I, I told you guys I, I would do black hair, but I just took it just a little bit further than that. Yeah. <laughs> So you've got. Okay. I lived first. I thought is that like a headpiece because it looks like you're bald, but you're not. It's all pulled back. Not- okay. All right. Well, don't shave your head for this. That would be ridiculous. Don't ever do that. No, and no, I wasn't willing to chop my arm off either. Yeah. For don't it, make the so. same mistake I did. Gidget, yeah. And yeah. shave your head for this show. <laughs> don't go that far, uh, Gidget. It is uh, always fantastic to see you. How are you? I'm really good. How are you, boys? Oh, we're good. Sorry about we're the. Good. Sorry about June. We totally forgot. You know what you'll get? That's right. You'll, I, you'll, I totally forgot as well. You'll get a twofer in July. That's how this will work. So we do it early in July and then the end of July. So that'll be fine. Uh, awesome. Well, <clears throat> uh, you're here because we do this uh, thing we call... Trivial Things. Trivial Things. She comes on the show, tests Brian and I in a subject of trivia. Brian currently leads overall uh, yeah. by a decent Not amount. Not after today. Well, I, oh, this is by a decent amount good because I need a little bit of... I'm going to need some padding for today because <laughs> i meant to write down where we're at but i forgot so i don't yeah. know i don't know what the score is somebody in the chat might I, know. I i i think you're going to be okay with this scott think so uh, because the quiz is all about mad max <laughs> uh, mad max fury road oh you're kidding you mean you came with a furiosa face and it's and then and, and and now we're doing trivia about mad max fury road i can't believe it i can't believe well, it you just, you just gave away the first answer that was going to brian so oh, i hope brian oops. remembered that <laughs> that she's bald oh crap <laughs> crap i wasn't paying attention nice no, um uh, yeah, here's what's funny is, uh, well, we got the memo on this, Scott. I can't believe you missed the memo that this is what the, the subject was going to be. So I studied last night. I actually watched the movie. Mm. I, I, you know, I fell asleep halfway through. Shut so dull up. And you boring did not. And, no, no you I'm did. kidding. What? I'm totally kidding. I'm just, no, I'm totally oh. doing that. <laughs> that's called, that's called uh, heckling or called, uh, uh, throwing your opponent off you got me um, yeah. you got but that me. said you're giving the piss we call it here in australia yeah, right. you're giving okay. someone giving the piss, piss. giving the piss exactly. yeah yeah um but that said i uh i don't know what what kind of things you're gonna ask that that would be like all right um how many bullets did max fire out of the blah 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 like, <laughs> there's, there's so it feels like i was, as I was watching I was gonna it ask that yeah that's freaky Damn, that's freaky. two questions now that's that one of the questions yeah i don't know um, i actually think i'm i'm kind of bad at some of the details and better at the overall picture of that movie so this may be weird i don't know i yeah. don't know what to expect i think i think my I, it, it kind of evens it up i think with you having a tremendous amount of knowledge me having seen it once in theaters and once last night yeah. <laughs> so I think, yeah i think uh we'll see we'll see uh, well I've, I've made it um a, a option like a, a few a few answers oh cool but, like a multiple yeah. choice kind of thing multiple choice that's it yeah, in america yeah. in america we call that multiple choice <laughs> yeah in australia we just like oh that's the easy way out mate yeah <laughs> they call it taking the piss over there yeah taking right. the give it giving the piss oh sorry the giving the piss yeah Yes. Uh, yes. All okay. right. Well, let's do it. Let's dive right in. I'm super stoked about this. Uh, give us, give us your best, your worst, or whatever it is. I'm trying to say, give it all to. Give all us right, your well, all. Brian, Brian has to go first because he forgot what you said, Scott. So Brian's got to be the first out of the the gate. All right. Okay. Charlize Theron. Yes. Hi. 
um, plays one of Morton Joe's lieutenants. What is her character name? Is it Imperiator Hawk, Imperiator Ignatus, Imperiator Furiosa, or Imperiator Fauna? Well, it's close to the third one. It's Furiosa. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) He did hear. He did Well, no, I did just watch that. That part I knew even before, uh, after I saw it the first time in theaters. Yeah, I was going to (laughs) say, even if you you hadn't just seen it, I would have been shocked had you not known that. Yes. (laughs) All right, got the easy one out of the way. Here we go. Okay, Scott. What is Max's last name? Is it Rocky, Rokotinsky, Mad, or Dundee? It's Rokotinsky or Rok... It's spelled, it's pronounced different, but now you've thrown me. But it's that one. It's Rokotansky. The, yes. Rokotansky with an A. Yeah, yeah Rokotansky. Yeah. That's it. Yay. Oh, and Brian, Great. here's one for you. Forgot to do okay, it. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Get Brian one. Yeah. Okay, Brian. All right. Uh, what do the war boys think will happen to them when they die in glorious battle? One, they'll be released from their pain of their horrible world. Two, they become silver angels. Three, They'll ascend to heaven, an open road where they can drive forever, or four, they'll reach Valhalla where they'll live forever fighting battles. That's the word I was waiting for. Valhalla! Yep, yep. I'll see you at the <laughs> gates of Valhalla. Shiny and chrome. You kind of mixed them a little there, but I think that last mm-hmm. one's the right one, he says, right? That yeah, is correct. It, the yep. specifics of it are, you know, Valhalla, but but really it's kind of a it is kind of a mix of two or three of those. Yeah, like all of those are mm-hmm. things they hope for. They're all right. wrong, the dummies. Right. I <laughs> hope I never have to wear a diaper again. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was kind of torn with the whole look. I was either going to go this mm-hmm. or be totally oh, white with the silver across the, the yeah. face. But the silver got into my teeth and it looked weird, so I went with it. <laughs> no, you should have waited until no. the end when you're totally done going, just spray yourself. And, <laughs> yeah. I've got the silver spray yeah. in the other room. Do not tempt me. I oh, will geez. do that shit. Right. <laughs> you know what's cool is uh, with a with a washcloth and some oil of Olay, you'd be ready for the um, uh, the, the Blade Runner uh, quiz. We do, do do right after this. You just wipe oh, yeah. off the top hat, wipe off the forehead, and uh, you've got the priss. Daryl Hannah look. Total, totally. Just, re- yeah. just, just, refer- just reverse it. Hang on it. a minute. Yeah. Well, look at that. Oh, just, look at that. Nice. She's got the just deal yeah. with it glasses. <laughs> I'm, 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 yeah, I might be using those. If only you could make those slowly lower. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> ah, we're not good enough. The yeah, te- I know. We don't have the tech. I know. And I've got the cigarette as well. So it could it could have all just gone, you know. Yeah, there you go. Just deal with it. There you go. The me- someone someone gift that out there and we'll have our new just deal with it Furiosa Gidget Von LaRue gif that'd be amazing alright give us the uh, who's next Brian's next right yep alright so Brian yes uh, oh, what- I just got Valhalla didn't I that was uh- oh no I'm, oh, you're right you're right it Scott, is my turn Scott's next yes. it is my turn Scott Scotty Scotty Poos it's your next alright uh, what is Aqua Cola is it watered down Coca-Cola Beer, mother's milk, or water? Oh, geez, that's actually kind of a hard one. Um, I think that's what they referred to the mother's milk in the tanker as, so I'm going to say that one. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I still don't know how to. No! No! Uh, Oh, is it water then? No, it's, it's water. just water. Damn yeah. it! Yeah, 
I couldn't remember because yeah. he maybe he said it during his thing where he's don't become addicted to it. It will blah, 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 that whole thing. He probably yeah. said it there. Well, this, this was a, this was actually quite a hard quiz to do because there's just so much action in it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, unless you're asking questions, how fast does the tanker drive faster than the other car or something like that? So you've got to do. It's exactly know. what I said before. Like you know, yeah. there's like yeah. you know, right, how how, how far did, did uh, right? How many times did Max fall off a vehicle? Yeah, <laughs> or yeah come close exactly. to falling off a vehicle. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So, all right. So you got that wrong. I sure did. Yeah. Wrong, and that was Scott. So, Brian, mm-hmm. all right, what is the name of the clan Max and Furiosa seek help from at the end of their journey? Oh. Is it the Volvas? I know this. The, the Volvolini, <laughs> the Volvos, or the Vashutis? Uh, it's the second one, the Lini, the Vol, Vol, Vivolini or Vavolini. That is I don't correct. Think yeah, I don't think it's got it. I don't think it's the Volvolini, though, is it? I don't think there's an L. No. It's the Vuvuzelas. Oh. <laughs> it's it's spelled v- V-U-U-A-L-I-N-I. Oh, it is. Okay. Volvolini. 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 The Volvas. Volvolini. It's pasta for women, says Claire. Oh, well done. You got it. Volvos, the safe drivers. That's right. The Vuvuzelas. I knew that one, but that was sadly Brian's. All right. Now let's see if I know this next one. Oops. That was Okay. So number six. Who says if I'm going to die, historic on the on the Fury Road? Is it Nux, played by Nicholas Holt? Is it Max, played by Tim Brody? Tom Brody? Is it Rictus Erectus, played by Nathan Jones, or is it the Valkyrie, played by Megan Gale? Uh, can you give me the the quote one more time? If I'm going to die, I die historic on the Fury Road. Uh, I believe that was Rictus, his son, Rictus. Morton Joe's son, Rictus. Yeah? Hold on. <laughs> is, that, is that your way of saying no? <laughs> I don't know. No, I got it right. I got it right. Okay, nope. she's nodding. Okay, nope. good. Oh. Nope. What? Nope. Who said oh, it? It was Nux. It that was Nux? Nicholas Holt. Yeah. Gosh dang it, dude. Got wrong. I'm glad you didn't ask me that one. Well, I would I would have guessed Nux, but I didn't remember that. <sighs> I thought that was Rictus. Rictus says a lot of great lines. He says things he like, does. I had a baby brother. Oh, I bet. That might be, might be a question. Yeah, it might be a question. <laughs> every way. He's a big dude, too. He's he, is. Just, he is a Rictus. Oh, my. He's so big. Frick. Lordy, lordy. Um, okay, all right, number seven, Brian. Uh, mm-hmm. What is the army of the tyrannical Morton Joe called? Is it called the Water Boys? The War Boys, the Silver Boys, or the Dust Boys? What? <laughs> really? Oh, I, can't, I didn't need to watch the movie for this one either. The War Boys. Although I really, I'm a fan of the, the musical group, the Water Boys. So uh, good to hear them get some recognition in this question. Yeah. The Water that's, Boy that's is a good movie. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Massive fan. Wow. Yeah. Everywhere. Oh, yeah. All right. All right, Scott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, where did Furiosa come from? Was she one of Immortan Joe's slave wives? Was she a wanderer in the wastelands like Max? Uh, was she hired for her truck driving skills or was she kidnapped from Joe Raiders? Uh, the final one, the last one. She was kidnapped. That is correct. Yeah. Because she was from the, yeah. the green the green place with the ladies. The and green the, place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She and got taken. And weren't there anymore. And she weren't happy. And she went, ah. Yeah. It helped that she was good at driving the truck later on, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. I guess. Oh, yeah, she, yeah. 
Yeah. Made her an essential worker, I think. Yeah. Also, I think I think the implication <laughs> is they don't really say this. I think the implication is that she cannot have a child. Uh, we're going to learn a lot more in that sequel, but I think the idea is that any of the women who are kidnapped for birthing and milk production, if they can't bear a child, if they're barren for some reason, then they get other jobs. In her case, she got to drive a truck and be high up in the little military thing. But yeah. Anyway, right. that's a lot of stuff you just I, read I, into because the, the movie doesn't tell you. So you had the the, the the big women in the room that were were providing the breast milk. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they were allowed to have babies or not, but certainly they kept obviously the milk going. And then you had the really um, the 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 beautiful wives that were stolen mm-hmm. um, and and taken away, and they were obviously what he breeds with. Yeah, but it's the 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 other women kept on the the pumps yep. too. Yep, you got, he kept those other ladies. Well, they kept right. them all super well fed and huge, so that they could produce the most milk. And then the other ladies were just his uh, concubines to make his the babies. Hotties. Yeah, yeah, his little hotties. Yeah. Okay, so Brian. Yes. All right, number number nine. Yes. Number nine. Yes. Number nine. Nine. Immortan Joe needs a certain apparatus to stay alive. What is it? Is it one an electronic generator to keep his brain functioning? Number two, an external pump to keep his blood flowing. Number three, a false mask to keep his heart pumping. Or number four, a respirator to help his damaged lungs. I believe it's the fourth one with the uh, the mouth and the hoses and the air things and the, 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 the lungs. With his teeth, yes. The lungs. Yes, you are correct. Nicely yes. done. Good one. Because I 3D printed one of those and <laughs> I still haven't hooked it up to my CPAP hoses, but... Uh... But I will. But so, I will. Someone studied that movie last night. <laughs> well, again, again, I remembered enough about it uh, that that was another one I wouldn't have had to see the movie for. Yeah. <laughs> In fact, you've made you've made well Morton Joe stuff out of your 3D printer since then. That's so. what I'm saying. Yeah, I have yeah. 3D print. Oh, okay. Well, ne- right next qu- me, but... next quiz, we've all got to dress to the theme. Oh. So if I'm doing this stuff, you guys have got to do it too. Oh my lord. We'll, we'll, yeah, I know. We'll see about that. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see what the next quiz is. All right, number ten, Scott. Yeah. All right, the War Boys kept Max alive because there is something special about him. What is it? Is it he has the location of a huge gasoline storage facility tattooed on his back? Number two, the tattoo on his back is the map to a water-rich location. Number three, he's the best person to get gasoline and ammunition. Or number four, he's a universal blood donor. He is a universal blood donor and became a blood yes. bag on the front of the car for so Nux could go do shit. Ding. Sure did. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. Well done. <clears throat> and you know, I just, well, uh, side note, the doctor in that movie, the doctor in quotes, who puts the tattoo on his back to say he's a universal donor and also shows up later trying to save the baby after uh, one of the mothers fell off and got run boy. over. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that guy. He is uh, this actor who is amazing in Fargo season two. So just be looking for that dude in Fargo. It's the same guy from Mad Max Fury Road. Okay, go ahead. I can't remember his name, but he's in a lot of Australian movies. And he always plays that really sort of quirky, weirdo, yeah. freakazoid type character. But he's a really, yeah, he's, he's, he's a in great heaps actor. of Australian stuff. Yeah, he's yeah. Good, good actor. Yeah. Um, okay, Brian. Yes. All right. Why are so many of the war boys? Because <laughs> I got my my Morton Joe mask on. <laughs> yeah, I was like, Brian, Brian, put it on. There it is. There you go. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Look at that. Yeah. You can't. Oh she can't see God. it because she can only see the stream. But yeah, there it is. That's the one you printed that is, and painted. Oh, please leave that on. 
print it and I can't because I don't have uh, what I need is like some little elastic straps to keep it on my face. I tried pinning it under my, my headphone. Doesn't reach uh, the cups, but it still doesn't. This thing is heavy enough that it doesn't. Yeah. Put it under your earphones. <laughs> I tried that. I tried it in the hole. It's too heavy. Yeah. Didn't hold. Yeah. Didn't hold. Okay. Anyway, okay. Sorry. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. That was, it was nice. So I like that. Okay. So, all right. Uh, why are so many of the war boys weak and sickly? They lose blood in nightly cage fights. Number two, their bodies are riddled with cancer. Number three, Immortan Joe does not feed them enough. Or number four, they have no access to mother's milk. Ooh. I think it's... I think it's the fourth one that um, that they don't have access to, to mother's milk. And it goes to Scott. Yeah. The answer is... They are riddled with cancer. It is riddled with Correct. cancer. Okay, yeah. yeah. Dang it. Damn. Correct. Yeah, riddled well done. with cancer. Yes. And well, they, they, again, a lot of this stuff is more implied than said, but like mm-hmm. Nux with his two uh, his two tumors he has named. And oh, and, right. He has two mates. Yeah, yeah he has right. mates. And then plus he's, he's so that's why he needs the blood because he, he can barely move because mm-hmm. he's so cancered up. Yeah, they're just all yeah. a bunch of And, and they say weirdos. later on in the movie as well, um, the, the, the boys are no challenge because they're so weak and riddled with cancer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they actually, you know, they say it later on that. as well. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm. Okay. So uh, that was uh, Scott Bryan. Mm-hmm. Um, that was oh, no. That was a question go. to me. This one goes to Scott. Yeah, I stole it. Now Scott. I now I get my regular one. That's oh, coming. that's right. All right. Well, this is easy because we were just talking about it. Who are Larry and Barry? Oh. Are, they, <laughs> are they Furiosa's favorite guns? Are they Immortan Joe's sons? Are they Nux's neck tumors? Or are they the motorbike guys in the hills? Nux's neck tumors. Little sharpie faces on them. Yeah, those yeah. are great. I think they were tattooed. I think they're tattooed faces. I'm sure they're tattooed. I don't think they have Sharpies. Yeah. The, uh, <laughs> Sharpies didn't neck. make it through the uh, apocalypse. They just yeah, a bit of charcoal, Drive maybe. down to the office, Max, and pick up some more black Sharpies. If you do, you will ride shiny and chrome to the gates of Valhalla. <laughs> That's right. You know, ride Ace shiny Hardware and has more of that silver spray paint, too. Swing by there on the way. <laughs> just ask Sherwin-Williams. <laughs> It's cheap too, although I use the black stuff on my hair, but my hair's so blonde, it didn't really go fully black. I don't know. It looks pretty dark on the stream. What did you actually use? What did you use for your... uh... Just a a spray I got from the chemist. It was like three bucks. Okay. But it's like safe to put on your skin and hair and stuff, right? Like you got to... Yeah, absolutely. Except every time you touch... Your hair, yeah, it gets mm, a little on black <laughs> Like the actual so Furiosa, that's cool. You're like a human bingo dauber. You could just like. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> well, remember that her. I mean, her whole deal. She was pulling off. It was axle grease from the from the steering column in the in the truck that she was getting it from. So, oh right, yeah. So anything's See, I'm being better authentic. than that. Yeah. I'm going to need one hell of a shower after this. Yeah, I can you tell are. you that. Yeah, big time. Yeah. Okay. So it is Brian. It is. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> the, the, the bullet farmer drives a car called the Peacemaker. It's yeah. a Chrysler Valiant Charger mated and mixed with what? Number one, a Chevy pickup truck. Number two, a turbo engine Froman F16, a Hummer H3T, or a main battle tank. Oh jeez, I'm visualizing it, and I know the front of it is the. Um... You said bullet farmer, or did you say the other guy? Bullet, bullet farmer. farmer. Okay. Not the guy with the big um, feet. 
<laughs> the guy with the big feet? Yeah, the guy with the, the, the big feet. The elephant of the feet. Oh, oh, yeah. The yeah, 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 yeah. And, the, and, and the, the nipple rings and the cut out of his suit. Yeah, yeah. he is one. Yeah, he's, he's highly attractive. He's highly a, attractive. He's a cannibal yeah. and he's horrible. Don't go near that guy. I think it is uh, combined with a with a Hummer. H3 Hummer. No. Oh! No. Well, it was. Why I actually had. Go? I was actually kind of torn. It was between that and tank. I will now say tank. Mm. Well done. Oh, yep. You should say tank. Yep. Yep. Dodge that bullet. chicken dinner. Yep. All right. Number four. Number fourteen. This is Scott. Uh, what are two of Immortan Joe's wives' names? And you're not getting any clues for this one. Oh my Ooh, gosh, dude! Wow. So he's got one, two, three, four, five, five, five wives. Oh my so gosh! Just need to name two of them. Just two. What if I named the actresses who played them? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Hey, nice try. Um, nice try. My response to that is... Da, 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 da. <laughs> Deal with it, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, let's see. Morton Joe's wives. And you say there were a total of five. There was Zoe Kravitz's mm -hmm. character. And there was the redhead. There was the pretty blonde who was pregnant. There was the weird yeah, that, blonde. That's not cutting it, mate. No, no, no. I know. I'm just. I have to go through these in my head. Um, okay. Oh my gosh, I'm not going to know any of these. I've seen this movie like twelve times. What's wrong with me? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm I'm up to fifteen. Uh, so. okay. Uh, the hot one, the hot one, the hot one, the hot one, and the hot one. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, Lurleen and Pleasance. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't think Brian, I don't think Brian will get to see them. I'm not, sure not going to be able to steal. Was uh, was one of them like Angel the Ascended or something like that? They all had like really uh, weird names. Weird names. Yeah. This is was right, one, this okay. Is I'll just say Angel. Okay. Yeah. Give me. Give us the. <laughs> all right. So this is the name of the wives. Okay. Capable, Cheeto the Fragile, Toast the Knowing, the Dag, and Splendid Argrid, yeah, who's one that's pregnant. I never remember yeah. that stuff. No. Terrible those names. I didn't remember it either. I looked up that question. I was like, shit, I don't remember those names either. They don't really. Don, Don Cheeto the Fragile was one of his wives? Don Cheeto the Fragile, <laughs> yes. It was. Uh... Okay, capable Cheeto the Fragile, Toast the Knowing, the yeah. Dag, which is a popular name here in Australia for someone that's a bit of a loser, is a Dag. Yeah. Uh, I, and it's, Splendid. It's kind, of not a, yeah. it's kind of a, not a good name for a wife. Ah, the Dag. The dag. You know, got to go home to the ball and chain and the dag. So yeah. did they, uh, I don't, I need to, I mean, I'm always in the mood to watch it again, so I have no problem with this, but I don't think they mm -hmm. named them off. I think maybe they were on some tag somewhere or back at the place they were on the wall they, or something. They yell, yeah. they yell them especially in that last, when they're trying to get back to the Citadel. Oh, really? They, okay. they When they're being grabbed and all that, and especially when the pregnant one's taken, that's when the names are said, but they're probably maybe said, once or twice that's it and there's so much going on at the same time so it's really hard to pick up what they're actually called yeah so i just threw that in to be a bitch <laughs> mission accomplished wow. yeah. right. mission accomplished right so that's a no go that one yep okay, Brian's turn, so right? we're on to uh brian brian yep mm -hmm. all right where is furiosa supposed to be heading where she steals the war rig and escapes with the wives. Is mm, she going okay. to the Bullet Farm, Gas Town, the Salt Flats, or the Green Place? <laughs> to the Bullet Farm. Oh, that oh, is no. incorrect. Oh, wait, 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 wait! You asked where she's supposed to be going. Yeah, right? supposed to be going. Yeah, 
Yes. She was, she was. Oh, really? I thought she was going to yeah. the little farm. She was no. going. What's going on, boss? We going to Gastown? Why are we turning oh, around, boss? Right. Yes. yes. Gastown. Right. Give Scott well that done. point. Well done. Whereas really, she was she was going to the green place, which doesn't exist anymore. Yes. Right. So Scott is the winner. Winner chicken dinner on that one. All right. Nice. So. That is 15 questions. I got some extras. It's up to you guys. Uh, give us, uh, give us the, how many more you got? How many extras? One, two, three. Give us three. Three. Yeah. Three. Give okay. us three. Okay, Brian. Yes. Well, uh, what, okay, me again? All right. Wait, it would be oh, me because no, I stole. Scott. I stole. Yeah, no, it would be Scott. Scott. Yeah. 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 I've got black fingerprints all over my paper now. <laughs> um, <laughs> If, if I get busted for a crime, they've got fingerprints everywhere. Totally, yeah. Okay, so, yeah. Uh, so, what do the people of Joe's Citadel beg for? Is it one, cable TV, two, pizza, three, porn, or four, water? Water. 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 Yeah. Milk and Pepsi. Although I love the idea of them pouring uh, just old pornographic <laughs> magazines off the edge of that cliff. <laughs> Don't or, or coax. To it. Like you... dumping a bunch of coax cable yeah. out of them. Yeah. <laughs> I want to now you can get your IFC channel and your Bravo. <laughs> that was an easy one. All right, Brian. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we get that one. Yeah. <laughs> okay, you got another easy one. All right, so Brian, Joe keeps yeah. his wife. Joe keeps his wives, mm-hmm. the, the the pretty ones, in a one vault, two penthouse in Vegas, three ski lodge in Aspen, or four a doghouse in the backyard. What was the first? You said a one vault. What'd you vault. say? Vault. Vault. Vault, like a what? Like a like a, a bank vault, like vault. Oh, yeah. a vault, a vault. vault. I was like, I keep hearing vault. vault. Yeah, yeah, no, in a vault. Yeah, that's <laughs> okay. that's yeah. an easy one. I went a bit goofy. I went a bit goofy with the, the extra one questions. vault battery. What? What is this? I don't know what you're saying. All right, last one. What is this one? All right, so one? first in, first in. I'm going to okay. this is the last right. question. So I'm going to do okay. first in. Okay. This is a really hard one. All right, the spiked car bug in the biker-controlled canyon is taken from what Aussie movie in the 70s? Wake in Fright, Alvin Purple, The Cars That Ate Paris, or The Devil's Playground? Uh, uh, the uh, the Playground. Paris one. Scott wins. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Oops, sorry, that was for Brian. That's for me. Uh, yeah, no, I've heard that before. I just, I really? couldn't, yeah, it was, it was, I didn't remember the exact title, but something to do with Paris and it's yeah. in the doc, it's in the, like um, they, extras. They reuse the actual, Go- uh, Google that, Google that movie and like, it is the, it's one of Peter Weir's first films. Really? It is really bizarre. It's really quirky. There's some great actors in it, including Bill Hunter. And, and that is the original, even Quentin Tarantino talks about it. That is originally where you see the spiked mm-hmm. VW yep. bug. Yeah. Um, so it's, oh, look at that! Even honored. on the it's even on the movie poster. Yeah, yeah. it's it's cool because I don't I don't know if they were trying to I don't know if George Miller was like, hey, I want to do an homage to that, but it, it certainly worked. It's a I think so. It's dead yeah, on. I think so. So, um, I think um, I think Scott you, won that one. Did I win today? Yeah. Wow, he right. has to. Have. Yeah. yeah, I don't. I don't. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. So where does that put us? Uh, ch- oh, see, I got to open the chat. Hold on, chat. Okay, chat room. Who's so now? Where are we? If I won today. That gives me one more overall point, and Brian was like ahead by two or something. Does that put me within a shooting range of one? Does anyone know? Somebody, yeah, somebody's gotta have a record of how we've been doing on these. Oh, if they don't, it'll be a shame. Because no. the Wraith eighty six says that Gidget wins, which oh, I think, yeah. you know, the fact Yay! that she uh, got all gussied up for this. Yeah, you win. 
This, this is this is an old leather glove, and I sprayed it with silver. <laughs> oh, really? That's, That's cool. Clever, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I need to yeah. see this stupid movie. This is a Peter Weir movie. I know that's the craziest thing. Is that it, it is. Weir. It is. I yeah. only saw it a couple of years ago to do another podcast, and and I absolutely loved it. It is so strange and weird, but it's one of those movies that you watch and you're like, I don't know whether I liked it or not, but I'll never forget it. And I mean, that to me is a good movie. This is the guy that made Witness and Master and mm-hmm. Commander and yeah, and like, Picnic and Hanging Rock. And- yeah. <laughs> Yeah, these are, I mean, we're talking about like one of the great, well, whatever. These people that start like this well are always directed. like. It's yeah. really well directed. It is a really, but, you know, if you go back to any great director's very first movie, apart from maybe Tarantino with Reservoir Dogs, but anyone's first movie, you know, they're always a bit rough. So, but it's worth checking out. It's, it's quirky as hell. So yeah. I, I love it. I'm interested. Mm. I want to see yeah. it now. Film Sack would be a good place for it. Uh, Gidget yep. Von LaRue, everybody, tell people where your podcast is so they can go get it. Okay, I am co-host of the Retro Cinema Podcast. We podcast 80s movies we loved back then and we still love now. And we've recently, last week, released a, a, a Police Academy and this just tonight we released The Running Man with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Ah, very so, nice. Uh, Come and check us out. Yeah, so we'd love, love. To. Richard, Thanks, guys, well done. Yeah, well Thank done. Thank you. I can't wait for uh, can't wait for Micronauts and Spice Girls trivia later this month. <laughs> Perfect. If she can put them together, that'd be even better. Right, Spice Girls. Yeah. Spice Girls. Micro. <laughs> Micro girls. Micro girls doesn't work as well. Um, uh, that was great. And also, uh, Running Man. That reminds me, we did a film sack of that forever ago. I, I missed that yeah. movie. I want to watch it again. Uh, it's, it's so it's so bad. It's good. Yep. You it's know? one of those for sure. Um, all right, well done, Gidget. Uh, what time is it? We got time for a little news. Let's do the news. A little bit of news, starting with this. It's the news brought to you by a brand new episode of Frog Pants Plays Daily out right now. Get it at frogpantsplays.com. That's right. I have good news, too. Some people are like, is it in audio form? And I say, yes, it is, actually. So I started ripping the audio out and just putting it on the mega feed, which you can oh, find sorry. over at frogpants.com. Uh, so uh, that's just like the big feed I put all the Frog Pants shows in. And um, I decided to stick it there for now until, I don't know, if enough nice. people want it, I'll put it in its own feed. But it's mostly a video thing. It's up on YouTube every day. Uh, that is to say Monday through Thursday. I don't do Fridays. Uh, Fridays are my art days. I have to do more art stuff on Fridays. That and TMSPM. So uh, go check it out. Today's just went up, and it's a good one, I think. Talked about some cool stuff, and I also include bloopers in everything I do. So. I love the bloopers are the best part, and you got to wait till the end to see them, but they're, they're, they are my favorite part. Yeah. Don't skip ahead. Just listen to the thing and then watch them. Enjoy them well, yeah. later. Yeah. Uh, TMS PM tomorrow? Yes, it will be happening tomorrow. Don't you mm-hmm. worry your little heads. Mm-hmm. Brian and I don't But observe. only if you're a patron. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you got them. You got them. Yes, that's the only way you're going to hear them. <laughs> there you go. All right, check out this story. This I've been holding on to this for a couple days. Yeah. Violent male. So a man. Okay. A, a, a violent man. Yeah. A violent. I don't know why they put male in the headline, but whatever. It's a UK story. Maybe they're weird over there. Violent man scared out of the water by a large fish into the arms of the police. Now okay, don't get. So he was in the water. <laughs> he saw a fish. Right. He got, jumped out of the water into the arms of police like yes, a like a cartoon like a salmon a salmon <laughs> going into a bear's mouth in Alaska like up the water up the 
Well, upstream. this was my question because in my head I picture a very cartoon-like situation. <laughs> totally. And the police just catch him like, yeah, Hur? yeah, we got our man, boys. Pack it up. We're going right. home. Yes. A violent male who entered entered the water at Thomas and Thornis, sorry, at Thornis earlier this morning. That must be a lake or something or a river. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Friday, was eventually detained by police after he was scared out of the water by a large fish. The needles for less fish. <laughs> I can't help but say fish for some reason. Fish. Uh, the Needles Coast Guard Rescue Team. Needles Coast Guard Rescue Team. <laughs> I'd watch that cartoon. Sounds all right. Totally. Yeah, the NCRT. Yeah. You know. Sounds like it's uh, like a, what would it be like? Uh, like, like, a, a, like an Aqua, like a um, Venture Brothers uh, yeah. Sea Lab kind of looking thing. There you the go. Needles Coast Guard Rescue Team. Yeah. It airs Johnny at, Quest. Airs at like 1130 on Adult Swim or something like that. That's right. Uh and Cow's RNLI lifeboat were tasked by, or to the uh, Thornis Bay at 6.20, I guess, in the p.m. or a.m., I'm not sure, following a request of assistance from the Hampshire Constabulary. <laughs> Constabulary. So, Constabulary. There we go. It was reported that a man had entered the sea to evade arrest. A large fish going about its daily business startled the wanted individual who soon left the water on his own accord. Not the car. Okay, not the car. And into the arms of waiting officers. Search and rescue assets were stood down soon after. This is strangely written, isn't it? That, that, by the way, is the best sentence in the whole thing. A large fish going about its daily business, which (laughs) first makes you think, what is is a fish's daily business? Like, all right, got to make some coffee, uh, read the paper. Got to eat, got to poo. His robe. Eat poo, startled eat poo. a wanted individual who then left the water of his own accord mm-hmm. and into the arms of waiting officers. That that that's the best sentence. It's right pretty there. good. I also like search and rescue assets were stood down soon after. That's a pretty mm, good sentence. Yeah, right. Uh, today's incident comes less than 24 hours after another incident at the bay. A 31-year-old man was arrested for being violent towards a Holiday Park staff. Here's an update. It has been confirmed that 31-year-old man from Cows was arrested this morning on suspicion of burglary. Uh, attempted theft of a motor vehicle, a fray, and possession of offensive weapon in public places. A fray. What is he that? committed a fray. He fought is in public. What, is that what that is? Yeah. I've never heard that term before. This is the most British-ass yes. thing we've ever read on the show. A fray. He caused a fray. Well, it's, you know, affray. Or, I don't know if it's, if it's pronounced affray or A-F-F-R-A-Y, but... Uh, never even heard uh, of it. Shows what I know, which is very little. Public... Yeah, what's what's the American equivalent? It's uh, public, not indecency, but um, public nuisance. The peace. Public nuisance. Public yeah, nuisance. Public, public. Yeah, public nuisance. That's probably right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Afraid. Sure. Afraid. Uh, all right, I'm gonna give you this next one here. I'm gonna do it. We have time for one more. Actually, I'm gonna give okay. you this last one. How about this? All right. Scientists have discovered a spider wearing a Joker face, and they've named it <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix. Does he give out a little business card that explains why he laughs uh, at inopportune times? <laughs> no. Here's my card. But I want it to. Um, it says here, the newfound spider species wears, bears a, or it says here, wears a striking, striking red and white pattern on its back that resembles the grin worn by Batman's longstanding nemesis, the Joker. The resemblance is so uncanny, the researchers describe the inacrid, uh, na- uh named the species after actor Joaquin Phoenix, who portrayed the tormented, smiling villain in the 2019 film Joker, which I still haven't seen, by the way. Arachnid, by the way. What did I say? I think you might have said an acrid. Did I say an acrid? 
I, I mean, you might have. I don't know. I probably did. Uh, this wouldn't shock uh, me. It wouldn't shock me that I said that. That seems like a dumb <laughs> thing for me to do, and I would do it. Um, I'm trying to find a picture here. I'm looking at the photo. Uh, yeah, right? Like, this doesn't really uh, look like it. Yeah, it's a cool pattern, but... Um, Ugh, that's a gross-looking spider, but it's not... I wouldn't say that's Jokery at all. No. Not Joaquin Joker, not anyone's Joker. That just yeah. looks like... Um, I don't know, I'd be more likely to call this a Spider-Man spider, because it's got stripes everywhere kind of. and the red thing yeah. in the middle. Like, I don't... Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm not seeing I'm not seeing Joker makeup. There's no green hair, unless you count the fuzzy choppers in the bottom there. Yeah, I, I, mean, call, I, guess, I call BS I guess, on this. This is not great. Uh, I mean, I guess the mix of the white and the red, I don't know. I mean, it's a... Uh, yeah, I, I guess I'm not seeing it. To say it's an uncanny resemblance. Come on. Uh, unless I'm not looking at it right. Let's see. Yeah. Okay, so what if the two black nodules at the base of this butt of the butt there those are the eyes mm. and below that the mm. red bit is where the nose would be and then that's the white is a smile but see then that would be backwards because the joker smile is red yeah no i mean you know what uh like jc calhoun says i see more kabuki, kabuki oh for sure coloring. yeah kabuki spider call, call it kabuki that. spider yeah what are you guys thinking kabuki spider what are you guys thinking scientists what do they know <laughs> all right <laughs> what do they know yeah what do they know they don't know anything we're going to take a break. When we come back, Wendy, my sister Wendy Dumford will be here. She's a she's a psychologist and a therapist. And so she's going to help us with a problem today that has nothing, A, to do with the pandemic, B, with any social uprising, or C, any of those things. None of our last four months of hell are going to be talked about today. Instead, we're going to talk yeah. about a common problem that happens with some kids and some parents. So be ready, parents of little or older kids. We got one for you today. Before that, though, we got to play a song and Brian is the man to do it. Yes. Let's go to L.A. for an alternative rock band called New Language. They've got a uh, brand new uh, track that they've released. Um, it's part of their EP1 2020. Yeah, they're good at music. I don't know how they are about naming their EPs, but EP1 2020. Um, no, this is really good. This is uh, was originally written in response to the repeated gun violence that they saw here in the U.S. and around the world. It was a theme that they felt that they could all relate to in some regard. Um, Paranoid is the song. Here is the band, New Language. Try to be 
This show is going on now. The biggest <laughs> footwear fiesta in southeast Missouri. It's the annual July clearance sale at Brooks Factory Outlet Shoe Store in Cena. This is the sale that enables you to buy from Brooks' entire inventory of summer shoes for all the family at the lowest imaginable prices. I pegged him as slightly cuckoo too. This is the morning stream. No touching of butts allowed. No butt touching. All right, we're back. <clears throat> Ooh, misclicked that. It sounded like the end of the show there. This sh- you want to play that? Then yeah. too soon. No, but what's funny is you cut it off right as said, this show is, and then you started playing, going on now at the Brooklyn's <laughs> Hardware or whatever it was. Yeah, it wasn't... Uh, wasn't great on the production clever, side. It was a clever. Uh, no, but it was a. It was a. It was an unintentional clever connection. I also put a lot of spiders on the screen, and people did not like. Yeah, that. I was seeing the chat, and. Uh, yeah, they don't like spiders. I'm glad I wasn't watching the stream. Yeah, I do this thing. If you're on the show live, and you should come live when we play music, mm-hmm. I just kind of come up with my own music videos and you know stuff that I would get in <laughs> trouble for. And and today it was right. spiders because we talked about a spider, and now I gr- mm-hmm. now I have regrets. I regret it all. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, it's uh, time for me to call Wendy. I best, best do that, I suppose. Let's you see. best do that, Scott, because uh, she's not going to call us. No, no. I mean, she could. but Well, I mean, she could, but... Why would she? Why would she want to? No reason. No. There's no reason. She wouldn't want to. No, I wouldn't want to if I were her. Why do you yeah. want to? There's no... Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, all of our uh, gibbering has afforded us nothing because she still hasn't answered. So let's see if she's... <laughs> I hear you. Hello. How are you? Hello. Hello. Oh, my gosh. That was, that was Grandma right there. Did you hear know, it? Right? Wendy used to do this thing where... Um, and I'm pretty sure you're just going to become her one day, but... I am already. Yeah. It's done. Complete metamorphosis finished. Yep. My grandma would walk into a room and go, hello. And, and, and it was like the very distinct, like, hey, grandma's here kind of thing. And Wendy got so good at doing it that we would be fooled into thinking Grandma had arrived. Wow! Do it, yeah. It's really weird. And now I just do it naturally. Yeah, it's just part of who you are now. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be a grandma before you know it. All right. Oh my gosh. I know. Don't think about it. Um. Hey, you might get lucky. Well, maybe not. Let me think. How old's your oldest? Maybe not. But you might. You know, yeah. having having for your first grandkid in your 40s is is pretty cool. It's a nice feeling. Yeah, because you have energy and stuff. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. And I don't know if I've mentioned this, but Abe told me. Um, one time, you know, when kids get mad and they say stupid stuff, yeah. he's like, when I'm older, I'm moving to Tennessee and you guys can never visit me. <laughs> what? <laughs> wow. Yeah. And we were like, what the heck about Tennessee? And he's just like, oh, no, no, it seems cool. He thinks Tennessee's the place for him. Okay. Well, we went on vacation there once and it was a blast. So I think he thinks uh, Tennessee is not. Oh, just always be a blast. Like everything about Tennessee would be a blast. It's fantastic. Yeah. Anyway, maybe, maybe it's true. I don't know. I, a lot of people, ever visit, so a lot know. of people like Tennessee. It's kind of like, um, finding out that Boise, Idaho is a cool town, you know, like right now mm-hmm. it's kind of, when we were growing up, Boise was the dumbest place you could ever go. It just sounded terrible. But these yeah. days it's like Portland junior. It's like a real cool, mm-hmm. like happening art, artsy fartsy town. And uh, apparently a rad place to go. <clears throat> so if you're in Nash or if you're in Nashville, if you're in, uh, if you're in Boy- also Nashville, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> well, anyway, I hope he doesn't move out too soon, and that uh, Tennessee is not in your future. However, I am glad to have you here. Wendy is a therapist. She comes on Thursdays, does therapy Thursday. Oh, I should play this. Something wrong, Batman? Has anybody seen Wendy? No, I want divorce. There's an old one. Uh, hey, um, 
We talked about people uh, on the show many times over about their problems, their issues. Lately, it's been a lot of pandemic and social uprising stuff and all that. But today, we're back to basics, man. A parenting question I think we've all had to deal with if you've had kids. If you have little kids, maybe you haven't had to deal with it yet, but you're gonna. I remember when my mom dealt with this with a particular sister of mine, not Wendy. And uh, it's a thing. So we're going to talk about it. All right. So here's the email. You ready for this, Wendy? Any other setup? Okay. Nope. I had, uh, sorry, we're not saying this person's name is, it happens to be somebody we know. So uh, that's why we need your help. Here we go. I had just looked at my dresser for some cash and had left there that I had left there this afternoon and I was getting ready for bed. Some of it is missing. My six-year-old was being weird around dinner. And when he was talking a long time or taking a long time to wash his hands, turns out he had snuck upstairs to put dad's money in his jar. That's his little kid's money jar. As it was, as if it was his own. This is the second time he has taken money out of my dresser. The first time he took money there uh, from there uh, and told his mom he found it in the couch. We finally got him to tell the truth and we ended up having him do some chores to repay the money that he stole. There is, go- there is going to be a difficult discussion tomorrow. Anyway, feeling more disappointed now more than anything, I don't uh, want to raise children that I think might steal, especially uh, when they have already been told once before and they did it anyway. Any help would be appreciated. So am I wrong to think that this is just a, a lot of kids go through this? There's this point where they're like, they make some math in their head and they go, candy. Money buys candy. <laughs> Mom has candy in purse. I take money and I buy candy. It's like that, right? On some basic level, every kid. Like every kid. How, how do you in think six-year-olds talk, Scott? <laughs> but, you know, like just the simple math yeah. of like, There's well, no that's, nuance, that's the thing that gets me what no I want. Way. And I can't get it any other way because I don't have a job like mom or dad or whatever. So, so what do you do here? What is the best tact to take as a parent? Fact. Here's the thing that is going to be opposite day is this is a great thing. I know it's confusing what I'm about to tell you. Oh, man. It's a great thing because it's normal on one hand, but it's also he is testing the world a little Mm -hmm. bit, right? Mm -hmm. And here's a problem with parenting generally. We want our kids to behave because we want them to be they are extensions of us. And so we, I am assuming this person believes he's an honest person, right? Yeah. And that he and his wife are upstanding citizens who do the right thing and they don't steal and they are never lie and blah, 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 blah. And so this kid is an extension of me and there's no way this is happening in my house. And, you know, so we're going to parent it as if it is the atrocity that it feels like. Yeah. And I get that, that hundred percent. I've done this myself. Like, uh-uh, you don't steal my house. <laughs> like, I have not handled this well, so you might not want to listen to my advice. But um, <laughs> it really, the opposite is actually true, that this is, a, you know, a kid. So, Scott, maybe your voice is the wrong voice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Of what's going on in their head. Um, it, but it is some calculations. It is testing some of the water and going like, oh, how does this work? And, oh, I, I've learned that I've made my parents really mad. And now I've yeah. done these chores to pay for it. Okay, so next time I'm going to be sneakier, mm, right? It's mm. it's way better than if he were to do it and they were completely unaware of it. And he said, oh, I can do this. I can get away with this. Great. I'm just going to keep doing it. Yeah. Yeah. The pushback then doesn't. That, yeah, the, the that pu- would happen too. And it would just be a phase and they'd be over it. Right. Here's the thing <laughs> we're so terrible at is we don't know. 
yeah. and we're guessing. Right. So the uh, things that feel personally like more scary to us, right? It could be a number of different things. We tend to come down on those a lot harder. Um, and that can have mixed results. Sometimes it can scare the kid, you know, and they're like, oh, I'll never do it again. Or the kid realizes what happens and they, what it was, and they feel really bad. So that's not, that didn't happen to the kid. He got in trouble. They got him to tell the truth. He then had to do a bunch of chores and now he's doing it again. So you got to stop and go, hey, this is not about my kid being a thief and a, you know, he's going to be in jail soon. <laughs> Because that is where our brains like to go as parents, like, oh, what does this mean? You know, mm -hmm. um, rather than like, all right, first tactic was interesting. Uh, his response is an interesting response to the second wave. <laughs> yeah. huh. And and use it as information rather than some like this is the judge and jury about who your kid is and therefore an extension of you and how, you know, there's no way this is happening in my family. And that level of intensity, the, the level of intensity is understandable. So let me make that clear. It's then what do we do with that information? Do we just double down or do we stop and get curious? Right. Yeah. So why is the kid doing it? And is there um, something else he's thinking? Like Scott just did an impression of what this kid might be thinking. And how do we check that? How do we know actually what the kid is thinking? And every kid's going to be different, right? Mm. They could say, well, I thought I would burr, burr, burr. But here's where this relationship um, with the child and being able to communicate is, you know, he's there at the beginning of this with a six-year-old. Yes, you have a relationship with the younger ones, and you're, but there's a whole lot of bossing them around, right? Like that's a big part of keeping them safe. And, you know, you don't let them play with knives when they're two for a reason, right? So you're, you're in that mode for so long. And six is really when things start to shift. They lose their baby teeth and they get those big, ugly buck teeth. <laughs> like to me, it's always the sign. Your kid looks kind of ugly and you don't take any more pictures of them. <laughs> we're in a different, we're in a different space. Yeah. Um, sure. And so, you know, that's where they're headed. He's six and he's testing some boundaries and, you know, sort of understanding the world. It does not make him a criminal. Now, I also can hear them saying, well, how do I get him to stop it? Well. You got to start with understanding his motive. Mm -hmm. Like, what is he doing? But if you don't have any way to be chill and have a conversation with him, you're not going to ever get his motive. He's going to learn that lying to keep dad happy is so much easier than actually sharing what I really feel. Mm -hmm. So this is hard. That parenting is really hard. And often you'll see, you know, a kid 16 17 and they're just like I'm out and I don't care what my parents think and you know there's such a disconnect at some point it, and not to say it all starts this way but it does start with when we over grip on certain things and we're not aware of why we're doing it the kid will not feel like they have a voice and so bad behavior is the way they have power right so we don't want to inadvertently create that and then damage a relationship potential you know starting so young so it would look like finding some real, I, I, it sounds like the conversation probably already happened. His second conversation. Yeah. So probably since we got the email. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. So it'd be interesting to see what he did. Did, did dad, uh, have, you know, a magical inspiration to do the opposite of the first conversation or did he do something similar? What happened with the kid? 
you know, it, it's it's about being a little bit curious as a parent to figure out what is going to work because every kid is different too, right? Mm. Like this is this is tricky. Um, I'd love to know: is this their oldest child? Is this mm. their only child? Is this um, is there a big gap in the next ones too? Or you know, like what's the what's the dynamic? Because as we all know, with an only child or the oldest child, we're experimenting constantly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. With that first one. And they really are. They're the ones that changed us, right? They're the ones that made us other people and parents. And we don't, we're more nervous about them or we're, you know, we're trying to not do it wrong or whatever it is. So it'd be interesting to know where this kid falls in that. I would too. What What about yeah, that? I'll, I know what he's, what he's probably feeling most is an existential dread that he is somehow raising the next prison inmate at Rikers mm-hmm. like this feeling of right, oh my right. gosh my kid's one of these that's where these people come from that's mm-hmm. where this is how it starts and if, if you don't, I stop don't it do now, it the right way now it's gonna get worse and yeah right and I and notice, I remember notice I, that yeah really quick he says I do not want to raise children that think it's right to steal right especially when they've already been told once <laughs> right yeah mm-hmm. like his parenting belief is really clear yeah it's you are told once and if you don't get it, then you're going to be like, this is something's wrong. Yeah. And I don't know. This has to be his first kid because I have, uh, sir, you will tell your children the same thing 4,000 times. <laughs> <laughs> uh, How come I have to tell him again? Yeah, I mean, that's dreamy yeah. if that could ever yeah, happen. But right. that's, that's definitely not real. And and notice, he, you know, how you just explained that he's worried about this, this meaning, you know, I'm going to have this kid who thinks it's okay. And. My concern is that he, the relationship that they have together is the most important thing. Mm-hmm. If your, your kid is not going to be a thief, if he feels love and safe and connected, he's going to be a thief. If he feels like he is not allowed any space to explore and make mistakes. Yeah. And like you could actually hide and go underground. like this concept of, Oh, he's going to become the next, you know, prison inmate who's who does grand larceny one year and gets in trouble on a federal whatever and he's in jail it's easy to try to draw those lines but those people and you know obviously every situation is different but a lot of those do come from horrible neglect when they were kids abuse when they were kids no relationship with their parents dad issues mother issues like that's why that's that's i agree with you the most important thing is here is your uh, relationship with the kid and that sense of trust and not and not establishing a new um, intense hierarchy where he starts to the, the kid starts to feel like, well, if I if I do anything wrong, I'm going to incur this level of wrath every time. Mm-hmm. Now he's scared of you. Now he doesn't want to talk to you. Now when things are hard yeah, and difficult for him, you. he doesn't want to go to you with these problems. He wants to instead he'll go to maybe sources that are less helpful or or detrimental to what decisions he's about to make. So for me. That would be job job one. Um, Can you imagine your six-year-old and your dad sits down and says, oh, buddy, I get it. Mm -hmm. That's so easy to just grab that money and put it in your drawer and get your candy. Like, I understand that feeling. And they're like, what? (laughs) Versus what is wrong with you? Right. Right? (laughs) Exactly. I've told you once. And here's where I don't, I mean, I don't know if this, person has ever listened to my the show when I'm on before but I have a tendency people I think often want me to tell and this is true of any advice giving is they want me to say 
what to say to the person who's doing something wrong. Like, teach me how to handle this person who's wrong. And I will always say it's the actual opposite. You got to get, you take out your own garbage first. Mm -hmm. So this is what that would look like. What, how were you raised? What was your dad's, how would he have handled this? Um, what experiences do you have where you made a mistake? How was that treated? You know, so you get into your own experience to recognize why you do the things that you do, right? So is it, is it so scary for you to stop and find out what this kid is really thinking? Because that is bizarre. That would never have happened in your home. It was never, your opinion didn't matter. And I turned out good. So how, why would I do it? Am I going to spoil him? I mean, you got to really get into like, what's my stuff around parenting? Um, I find a few things hilarious in modern society. We, we, people get married, they get a little paper or a license and there's zero required, right? Mm -hmm. Like, Hey, you should take just five minutes and I don't learn some basics. I don't know. Like so much more success could come if we had some ideas here. Um, I feel the same way with children. We, we do a don't shake your baby video at the hospital and then we send you home and it, it's, garbage, right? There's so much good information out there that parents could use. It, I mean, and I, and it's what for people who can afford it or have the mental wherewithal to go get it, especially when you're sleep deprived, like what? Yeah. So it just drives me nuts. Plus you're new um, and you don't really know what the crap's going on yet. And you've already got fears right. in your head that have nothing to do with reality. I remember as a, as a parent, not even a parent yet, we just had a, a bun in the oven. I had so many dumb fears that turned out to be just dumb. And and a waste of my brain space that was but all you don't about know. yeah you don't you know, know you don't know you're new yeah. you you're you're nervous yeah. you want to do the best you can it's probably a good sign that you're that you're feeling the responsibility of what this is because it is a big responsibility but you know I don't know it's it's easy to judge parents new parents especially um, and say ah you I can't believe you know or whatever but you know that's like Wendy said earlier the first ones you're is your guinea pig and it's and in some ways that kind of sucks but in other ways it is it is hard but in other ways you know like i felt all of those anxieties and fears and stuff with my first one but we're as close as you can be today and i think part of it is because we adhered to that that thing wendy said which was it was never about you know the thing that they said or did that was wrong or improper or whatever it wasn't we never made it about that thing and then demonizing it to the point that they, they didn't really understand why they were upset we just would make a i don't know i'll never forget we bring this up all the time and when do you you bring it up sometimes but when when uh carter stole the cooking chocolate and hid in the dog kennel and ate it she was like i don't know a year and a half old <laughs> she cried in there crawled in there just had a big poop eating grin on her face and just gnawed on this chocolate and ate it and I think a lot of us, myself included, thought, oh, my gosh, that was for this big thing Kim's making. She's going to lose it. She's going to be so mad. Instead, she said, oh, my gosh, quick, don't let her out. I'm going to go get my camera. She went and got her camera and she took pictures and she made sure we captured the moment. And then she talked to the, the child later and explained, we can't do this with this kind of stuff because it's going to make you feel bad. But also we need it for other things like you can have the the discussion about why it was wrong, but also have the relationship front and center first, always first. And then other stuff can come, you know, can come later. And you're going to have harder stuff when they're teenagers. You're going to have harder stuff, dude. You're going to find one night, uh, like I did, my oldest and her friends broke into an, ha an abandoned house. And the police came and got them. 
and they were terrified. They thought they were all going to jail. And I'm like, oh, you're 16. They're just trying to freak you out. And it wasn't that big a deal. But to them, it was. They were terrified. Mm -hmm. And all I wanted to do was hug her and tell her everything will be okay. And then explain why it's bad to go break into a house when you're 15. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know why I'm saying all this. But this, but, but you gotta, you got to yeah. let the parent... Um, two things. You got to let the parent have a minute. Let them have a minute to figure this stuff out. So don't be too too harsh on them. But on the other hand, that parent, don't get so wound up and, oh, everything must be proper or it's all falling apart. Like, mm -hmm. just dive into what matters. You can which make is, a couple mistakes. It's totally fine. And yeah, you will make mistakes. Hug him. And, it's like you know. he, he, he's writing this email. The way his earnestness, he cares. He's, mm -hmm. It's all the right stuff. It's that that that's not actually the most important part, <laughs> but the energy is right. Like he's, he cares. This is huge. There are families that that may not be the case. There is no caring. And so, you know, let's commend you for that. It's what you then do with the energy of caring so much that can go in lots of different directions. And so th that's why I always tell parents, like you, you take out your garbage, you, then you take your garbage out less on your kids, right? You mm -hmm. recognize they are who they are. You give them space to be that thing. And because you have taken care of your stuff, you, they're not an extension of you in your ego sense. They are an extension of your love and they are an extension of like you're responsible. All, you know, there's reality there too. But with this, if your ego requires them to be the star athlete, you're in trouble unless that's all they want. But guess what? They might only want that because you want that. Mm -hmm. So you, it's hard, right? This is a tricky battle and so doing your work not not actively trying to do it on your kid but do it before or talk with your spouse i mean this this would be my advice let's say this person just started telling me this story and i would say i understand you want me to tell you how to fix the kid but what i'm going to tell you is how to fix you <laughs> and the kid, to help the kid which is you and your wife talk about your history with this with stealing mm. so neither of you did it neither of you at five i mean i candy from a store. I'm not sure there's many kids who haven't done it, whether they got caught or not is a different story because mm. our brains don't tell us, we don't understand how it works yet. So of course we've done it. Now tell us about a time. Let's, let's talk about their experience with that. Then you to talk about how you're, you know, you're feeling this righteous indignation. Like I cannot have a child who is a thief. Take, what is that energy and where's that going to go? Mm. Um, because where it used to go in other generations was in a belt typically, mm -hmm. um, and other kinds of corporal punishment that, you know, I know people are like, well, that turned out great. 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 <laughs> I'm glad you turned out great. Um, but most places it's illegal. And it's one of those amazing hypocrisies we have is don't hit other people, but then I'm going to hit you. Mm -hmm. So let's <laughs> avoid that if we can. But that idea of what did you learn? What scared you straight? What was your experience? And then release some of that like let hear it hear it out loud coming out of your mouth your what you wish you had as a kid mm -hmm. because what you're so afraid is going to happen your parents were so afraid it was going to happen mm -hmm. right and, their parents, and, and how they handled it might have been awesome yeah. right yeah. or maybe it wasn't but you need to know what is in your baggage before you can be really effective at, at helping another kid and you may say well i don't have six weeks to do that okay Take a big, deep breath, go on a long walk, have a conversation with somebody who knew you when you were a kid, like process through a, a bit of that. Here's the thing, that relationship coming first and finding out what's actually going on for the kid is important because you know what else kids all do? They all lie. 
every last one of them yep. will lie. And here's the difference between a kid who keeps lying and a kid who lies and experiments and then stops lying is that they're rewarded. So if I lie to you, Scott, and it calms you down yeah. and then you act normal, oh, guess what I'm going to do next time? I'm going to lie. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I lie to you and it breaks your heart and you want to feel close to me, but it's hard for you because you don't know if I'm saying the truth. Well, guess what? I did not get rewarded for lying. Mm. Now I have to feel it. Yeah. So that difference, that's going to be the difference. But every kid has to try it. Every kid's going to experiment unless they have, I mean, there are kids who don't lie and they tend to have other problems because their brain doesn't, it, it takes intelligence and awareness that not all children may have it at certain stages. I have one who never has never told a lie <laughs> because she has special needs. Yeah. Um, and, and so, but for the average brain, lying is as important as learning to ride a bike because it is a capacity of humans to deceive, which sucks, but it is. And they practice at it and then they just, they get rewarded or they don't. So this is hard. We want to control all these things, but also recognize this is a stage too. Mm. Thank goodness the 11 year old stage ends. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I loved the eleven. Yeah, Ugh. I loved eleven as a kid, but I don't think it was. I don't think it was peaches and cream for my parents when I was eleven. No, yeah. I can I can vouch that it's not. But yeah, like 10, <laughs> 10, 11 is like the greatest time to be a kid ever. But it might be one of the harder times to be a parent because right. it's just uh, you know they're they're feeling their oats, man. They're ready to roll. They're ready to rock. They're ready to go burn down stuff and set fire to things <laughs> they shouldn't. And it's all fun for them, but I don't know. It's a little nerve wracking for parents. Um, I think that's right. great advice. Also, I would just say this. Um, so my 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 childhood stealing experience that left me with an impression was this. I've t- I think I may have even told this on this show before. If I have, I forget, uh, forgive me because I don't remember. But we went to a store and I saw in the store, they had these amazing, I don't know, I was always fascinated with these. I still am to this day. I love erasers, like, you know, pencil erasers, but they're in shapes of different things, not just on the end of a pencil. For whatever reason, that fascinated me as a kid. So if there was like one molded in the shape of a little house or one that looked like a little car, I just thought, oh, that is so rad. Even today, like I think that's cool. And I remember seeing some little Liberty Bells with like a crack down it and everything, but it was an eraser. And I was probably five or six. I don't even know, but I remember this so vividly. And I stole it because I asked my mom first, can I get it? She said, no, we can't. We can't right now. Whatever, something else, birthday, some other thing. So I said, okay. And then she looked away and I grabbed one pocketed it, felt the rush of, oh my gosh, I have this thing and I didn't have to pay for it. Left the store, got home and mom saw me playing with it. And she said, where did you get that? And I said, I got it from the store. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, what am I going to say? Knows the voice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's right. why I know the voice. Yeah. <laughs> it's caveman. I, cause I was a cave boy. Um, and she says, uh, I didn't, we didn't pay for that. And I said, because you know now I'm caught, so I start crying. Yeah, and I remember mom just very kindly explaining to me how that's just not something we could do, and that she understands that I really wanted it, and that she knew a way that I could that I could pay for it, and we were gonna first, and 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 that made me excited. Like I could fix this. Oh, really? I can still have the eraser, and I can fix the part where I stole it, and that's bad. Yes, there is a way. So the way was hard. We had to go to that store. I had to apologize. I mean, in my mind, I picture some mom and pop old West Town thing with like a guy that owns a store behind the <laughs> counter with his 
penny candy and his freaking overalls or whatever. But I'm sure it was like a Walmart or a Kmart or something dumb like that. Just some some, some teenager boy. Okay, I'll just put it back on the shelf. Yeah, basically that's it. So she took me back there, and I was I was to apologize for what I had done, and I did so tearfully. And I was also told that the best thing to do is ask if there was any way I could make it up to the store. And uh, they, you know, like if they wanted me to do some work or something, they were never going to have a five year old do anything. But that was like part of what mom had me do. And so I unloaded the truck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's right. So what mom did. Can you, can you yeah. close for us tonight? Thanks. Yeah. Here's the keys. <laughs> I, I stocked the housewares department and I went home. Um, right. No, she, so she says, she says, well, what we're going to do is I'm going to go ahead and pay for this so you can keep it. But at home, you're going to do this job, this job, and this job, and then that will pay for it. And, and I'll, I'll explain all that when we get home. And we did that. And I had certain chores I had to do, and they had to be checked to make sure they were done before I could have the eraser back. And then it was mine. And I'll tell you, that stuck with me. And I never once went, my mom is now Skeletor and I'm, I can't cross her. Like it never felt like that. It felt like, it felt like I went through it with her. There was, I felt supported by it. And these are vivid memories from a five-year-old. I don't remember anything else about being five, but this, and, and it taught me the lesson I needed to learn. So I'm not saying this will be exactly like this. I mean, that was like 1975 and I don't know, you know, I don't know much about much. But I know that that felt right to me. And I didn't go on to steal a ton of things in my life. And if I ever came close to it or there was anything like where me and friends were, hey, what if we blew up so-and-so's mailbox? A little part of me would go, I've learned this lesson. Maybe we shouldn't blow up that mailbox. And so we tried to, you know, I would try to do better. It doesn't mean I was perfect. But you would all, that stuff stayed with me. But it didn't stay with me that my mom was a tyrant and that I should, or that I was rewarded for stealing. Neither of those things happen. So maybe that can happen here. That's all I'm saying. Let me point out just a couple of good things about that too, is this idea of um, there's a way to fix things. There's a way to repair um, is an incredibly valuable lesson. So the majority of couples that I work with, that is so hard for them to figure out that there is a way to repair in every conversation um, and the couples that survive and thrive and do well, they learn how to do this where either in the middle of a disagreement and they can, they can concede or they can express love. They can reach out and touch the person on the knee. Like those, we call them repairs, right? So, so that is just one practical application of, Hey, your relationship can be repaired. So mom, I hurt you by stealing. <gasps> like I can fix this, the stealing part and I can make sure we're okay. And so you're, you're, you're not just teaching them not to steal. You're teaching them how, and that will come, and that may take a couple rounds. Um, but what you're ultimately teaching them is that relationships are not, you know, so rigid that they will break, yeah. that there is a mistake sometimes, and then there's forgiveness, and then there's connection, and there's, there's that it's okay that we can be frustrated or angry at each other, but there is resolution or there is shifting. And I, I mean, that's in the end what, I guess what we're getting at, we, we can say specific things to do with a kid who stole something, but sort of the end goal is that there is building flexibility and health in relationships that will have hard things and then we'll have good times. Right. I think some, often you'll have couples fall apart because they have, there is no resilience when it comes to fixing something or bending when they need to, or mm -hmm. coming back and fixing and repairing, you know? So mm -hmm. 
there's a lot of life lessons that, that come from it. And, and, and Scott, I ha stole something. I have a very vivid, I know it was Harmon's and I stole, of course, shocking. You stole art supplies and I stole candy. This yeah. is not <laughs> news. This sounds right. Yeah, and I stole tracks. candy yeah. <laughs> and I'm the youngest. Yep. And so mom was tired. And when she caught me, she made me go back to the counter and tell the person I took it and that I was sorry, but she didn't make me do any chores. There was no chores. <laughs> By then she was worn out and didn't want wow. to do it anymore. She's like, ugh, just, I got to go home. Yeah. So anyway, but I also <laughs> didn't steal after that either because she didn't do the thing that, I mean, if she had overreacted or gotten really angry at me or whatever, I mean, I, I would have learned, oh, so I have the power to, either hide from this anger or create this you know what i'm saying none right. of that happened right. either right. but i didn't have to do the chores because i'm a spoiled youngest child yeah yeah we we all knew it no i'm kidding we didn't know know. That. No. <laughs> everyone true. everyone loved wendy because wendy was the one that worked the hardest and got the most done and the rest of us were kind of weird uh and korean a lot of us were korean if you were if we're being <laughs> honest uh, that doesn't mean anything. I'm kidding. Okay. Anyway, so, uh, all right. Uh, I would love to hear from this parent on how their meeting went and also if any of this helped them. So let us know yeah. how it went. Uh, it can seem horrendous in the, in the moment, but I promise you it's not. And, you know, later on, okay, kids, if there are any kids listening, plug their ears for a second. Later on, they're going to find out that you, the parent, have been telling them about this Santa Claus fellow the whole time and it was nothing but a big fat lie. They're going to hear about that, see? And when that happens, why would you go there? Well, that's why I told everyone to plug their ears. Well, my point is, you're going to have to. You're, there'll be a day of reckoning. We're going to say, now wait a minute. You told me not to lie here, but you've been lying my whole young life about this. And then you're going to have to talk about the nuance of this is a fun lie parents get to tell because it's joyful and exciting and it's make believe and whatever. And you're going to have to learn how to teach what that distinction is if you so choose to teach it because you're going to get faced with it. I promise. Yeah, happened to me three one times. Thing, one thing little kids will do, it's will plug their ears when when somebody on a show says that they're about to revolve, uh, divulge a big secret. I hope so, except for the one in the back seat of the car where they're playing it on the radio, I guess. I kind of yeah, probably messed those, those people up. Yeah, you need to put in the show notes uh, like an explicit warning. Right. Spoiler <laughs> tag. News yeah. will be shared that it's not appropriate warning. for young children. Or I'll just warn them off and say it's just so explicit we wouldn't re recommend any children listen to this episode today. How about that? That'll that'll work. Good idea. Except for the live ones. Um anyway, so there you go. Let us know how it goes. Live children? <laughs> live listeners. Not sorry, not live children. Oh okay. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, Wendy, uh, of course, as always, people can go and sign up for and check out the website realsteps.org, which I did. And I get a, a very cool little uh, message from you at least once a month. How often are you sending those out, by the way, those emails? Week. And it's just going to be until we start in August because by then I'll be swamped again. So, well, anyway. and that's but my it's point. It's just a little teaser content. And, and that's my I've point. I've read about this. That's what you're supposed to do. If y'all want some <laughs> teaser content, you can go get it there and also uh, get signed up for a future uh, when they do an opening. And uh, it's really cool. Go read all about it. Realsteps.org. Anything else you want to mention today? Yeah, I wanted to, I want to do a follow-up that is so old. Most of you, if you are new, you'll have no idea what I'm saying. All right. For those who were around when I was in Sweden. Um, so do you remember my friend from Ethiopia who uh, wanted to start a food truck? Yes. Oh, her, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do remember that. Her Ethiopian food. So I was just checking on her with pandemic life and just seeing how she's doing. And um, unfortunately, uh, it's she had to shut down the food truck because of it. But mm. she had a good, like, I think eight months of selling, had the truck and was selling her food. And 
downtown Gothenburg is where she would go and just did really well. I was so happy. It was awesome. So it sucked because, of course. I, I thought I thought Sweden was like, hey, we're not we're not locking down anything. We're just going to walk around like nothing's happening. Wasn't that a thing? Or did I hear um, that wrong? It, it's not like that completely. I think all the food trucks probably stopped mm. uh, for a period of time, and I just don't think she had enough to keep it going. Yeah, so she hopes to get back to it. But anyway, those who donated to her cause and were awesome, she's she was so happy. She, I said, send me pictures, and she only had terrible blurry pictures. And I was like, is that because you were enjoying it so much? She's like, yeah. <laughs> but nothing I could share with you guys, but really it was awesome. And so I just wanted to follow up with oh, that's very how nice. great that was. Yeah. yeah. And a lot so of people, a lot of people stepped up and helped out. And if you're still listening to the show, thank you for that, you guys. That was that was awesome. Yeah. Hopefully and I'm sorry I was so long with my update. That's been a year and a half. More, two than, more than that. <laughs> two and a, like, yeah, like almost three years since we heard about this, I think. Weird. Oh, yeah. Weird. I'm way behind. Yeah. Time is weird. All right, Wendy, have a fantastic weekend. We'll see you next week. Bye All right, now. thanks, guys. Bye, Wendy. Bye. Bye. All right, there she goes. There goes my oh, sister. Good. Watch there her as she goes. goes. Oh, that's even better. That's a better one. I like yours. I went all Foo Fighters, and you went a better one. I way. know, yeah. A reminder. There goes my sister. <laughs> Watch her as she goes. That's our best uh, Dave Grohl impression. Yeah, it was really good. It was almost like he was here. I mean... It was. So here's <laughs> here's the deal. Uh, this uh, weekend, there is a multitude of content coming your way, in particular for folks who listen to TMS. If you're not already a patron, if you sign up now at patreon.com slash TMS, you'll catch July's first TMS PM. That'll be tomorrow, 3.30 Mountain Time. Me and Brian. I think we're doing apps tomorrow, I think. Wasn't Dan here last week? Okay. Oh, no, no, no. Wait, uh, maybe it'll be Dan. I'm not sure. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll figure it out. I can't remember now. Time's weird. I don't. I don't know. We had our play date and it mm-hmm. messed me up. Oh, we had our play date. Yeah, so it was two weeks ago. Yeah, so maybe he is on. Oh, we'll figure it out. But uh, anyway, that's tomorrow. You only get it on Patreon. You'll see a Patreon post go live if you are a supporter, and you'll be able to watch it live or catch it on the podcast feed uh, that's over there, including some bonus content you'll get from today and every other episode we ever do. Film sack on Saturday. Uh, your movie homework is I forgot the Green Hornet. That's right, the Green Hornet currently streaming on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> it's got Seth Rogen in it, of course, as no. you can tell from Brian's impression of his laugh. Although, thankfully, I don't think he does that laugh in that movie, does he? I don't think he does. No, I don't think he does. I don't think he's a laugh. I don't think he smokes any pot or anything like that. I think it's a very, a very atypical Seth Rogen role. All right, very nice. Uh, so anyway, there's that, and then Sunday there will be dungeons. Actually, Sunday will be film sack, and uh, there will be dungeons. We're recording film sack on Sunday this week for a scheduling thing. We hope you all have a very safe weekend and a fun 4th of July without too much weirdness uh, here in the States, everywhere else. Oh, happy Canada Day yesterday, Canada. Well done, you guys. You're still Canada. So yeah, well happy. done. Well done for being Canada. Yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of other cool reasons why it's Canada Day, and I don't know them because my my Canadian history only goes so far. Uh, uh, chat room, my shirt does not say Pork City. It says Park City. Uh, <laughs> Just so you know. Although I would totally eat at a place Aww. called Pork City. No, pork no. City, yeah, no kidding. In fact, they should do a uh, like a pulled pork place in Park City and call it Pork City. That would be brilliant. There is a place uh, about a block away from here called Rib City. Ooh, that sounds and good. And since many ribs are pork, uh, it's almost Pork City. I'd eat pork or ribs if my guts didn't hurt so bad today. I mm-hmm. think I'll not do that. I think today is a salad day is what I think it is. A salad day. A salad. The salad days of today. 
All right. That's it. Thanks, everybody, for being here. Frogpants.com slash TMS for everything else you may be looking for. And again, go support that current Geek Kickstarter if you are inclined to. we got rad stuff going. A couple episodes already in the can. We're hard at work at the rest of us. We need to pay the editors and the writers and everybody involved in this. Uh, the video will explain everything at uh, support.currentgeek.com. All right, Brian, we're done. Let's do what's next. A song. A song. We're done. Yes, uh, this one is going out to Erica. Says, I would like to request a song to commemorate the birthdays of my two darling children, Matthew and Harmony. Hopefully they weren't listening to that previous segment. Mm. Their birthdays are a week apart, June 27th for Matthew, who's three, and July 4th for Harmony, who's five. Happy Independence Day birthday for Harmony. So anytime between those dates is great. We're right in the middle of them. They both love Frozen, so a cover from either of those movies would be awesome. I am blessed to have you two. Happy birthday, love mom. I think she's talking about the kids. She might be talking about us. I'm going to take it. We'll take it. Yeah, we're, she's blessed to have the two of us, Scott. Yeah, uh, just let it go. Let it go. Ah, let it go. Well, funny that that's the, the prediction of the song I'm going to play, Scott. <laughs> uh, that is exactly it. It is a cover of Let It Go by uh, Adele Dazeem, Adina Menzel. This is from a Disney album. I'm never going to not call her Adele Dazeem. You have to. It's not her fault. No, Travolta. She's going to be saddled with the name Adele Dazeem forever. Travolta's fault, like always. Like always. It's always Travolta's fault. Uh, This is from a Disney album called Deconstructed, where they they do um, electronic covers, mashups, remixes of a lot of Disney songs that you know and love. This is really cool. This is the uh, this is Let It Go. Uh, the mix is by Armin Schimmerman. No, Armin Van Buren. Uh, here is Idie Menzel, Armin Van Buren, and Let It Go. I was really hoping Quark had a cover. You had me going. That'd be great, there. Armin Schimmerman. Yeah, yeah, I was all excited. Ah, ball! <laughs> <laughs> all right, here it is. We'll be back tomorrow with PM. Back Monday with a normal show. We'll see you then.
This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com. What is wrong with you? I don't know.